Welcome to the Covering Ground podcast. I'm Wheels, and I'm excited to share two opportunities that are happening right now. The first is I am starting a free virtual Covering Ground happy hour that is going to be live coaching. If you have areas where you're feeling stuck in life, if you need to unpack some things that are holding you back, you can sign up in advance with your questions and get real live coaching. The first one's going to be Wednesday, June 8th from 4.30 to 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. You can get more information in the show notes. Another opportunity is I have two one-on-one coaching spots available for June. If you have goals or ambitions, but you can't stop overthinking and are paralyzed with doubt and fear, this could be for you. If you've attempted goals in the past, but have been pretty miserable the whole time, this could also be for you. And if you've never done coaching before and you don't even know what it is, awesome. I'll put a link in the show notes to apply and we'll set up a call to see if we'd be a good fit to go on the journey together. Thanks for tuning in. Let's cover some ground. Welcome to the show today, friends. I am so excited to do a deep dive into this episode because this way of thinking is something I wish I would have come by 20 years ago. It has significantly changed the way that I approach my own processes, and I think it could be super useful for you too. And that is, think like a scientist. Now, the first time I heard this was from organizational psychologist Adam Grant. He has a book called Think Again, where he talks about four modes of thinking. And I won't go into all four of those. You can read the book, but there is absolutely one that sticks out, and that is the scientist. And we can take this way of thinking using the scientific method and apply that to all the goals and things that we're pursuing. Now, if you don't remember the scientific method from like eighth grade, it involves asking a question, formulating a hypothesis, performing an experiment, measuring the results, and then refining the hypothesis based on what you found out, right? So it wasn't like a one and done. You had to make an educated guess, try it, find things out, make another educated guess, and try again. One of the ways I know lots of people listening to this right now use the scientific method, maybe in their day-to-day life, is after you've had an edible and there's no snacks in the house, you find six random things in the cupboard and try to make the closest thing to a snack as possible. So the question you're trying to answer is, do almonds, cocoa powder, sugar, banana, cheddar cheese, and a tortilla go together? Your hypothesis is a definite possibility. The experiment, grill tortilla with cheese, mix other ingredients and spread on top. The result, fucking gross, no way. So another hypothesis, if we take out the cheese... It could be better. Try again. Results? Much better. Much, much better. And you could continue to do that until you got something really good. But at that point, it's already too much work. You're already too stoned to continue standing up. It seems like such a silly thing to compare to. But when we think about stone snacks, there are no feelings of failure. If anything, you feel proud that you tried to MacGyver the scraps you found laying around. Using the scientific method could really shift our mindsets and the way that we feel about ourselves while we're in the process of tackling our goals. So it's all designed to explore a question, and that means scientists get to approach the question that they ask with curiosity and excitement and anticipation of what they can learn. And the coolest part is, every time they get a result, it's a new data point. So it doesn't matter the outcome in that moment, they're collecting these data points as feedback and then using them to move forward and try again with more knowledge. Now, I don't know if that already gives you a deep sigh of relief that it could all just be an experiment, and I hope it does. But if not yet, I want to share a little snippet of an article from Nest Labs that I'll link in the show notes. 
It talks about why thinking like a scientist is so important. And more specifically than thinking like a scientist, they're saying fail like a scientist. To fail like a scientist is to embrace the experimental nature of life. Everything is an experiment. Every failure, a learning opportunity. It's about having a growth mindset where uncertainty is a positive sign that you're learning and growing. Focus on progress over success. Success can be elusive and some of the most ambitious projects may take a long time to come to fruition. Your long-term success will largely depend on how you treat failure. Bury your head in the sand and call it quits without reflecting? Then failure is failure. Consider failure as an addition to your personal knowledge bank, which helps you adjust your trajectory and get closer to success. Then each failure will be a step in the right direction. And I love that reframe. I know for me personally, it gets so easy to have a goal and be so dead set on the outcome that if anything doesn't go according to plan in my process or in my outcome, I feel like a failure or I didn't do it right or I'm not on the right track. But thinking of it all as an experiment where I get to play and see what works and what doesn't, it makes it so much more enjoyable and allows space for things I wouldn't even consider. A super useful question is how? So people get really caught up in their Instagram followers. Followers don't mean friends. So let's say you want to grow your Instagram following to 10K so you get that swipe up feature. Psych! It's going, bitches! Everyone sharing links up in here now. Ha ha! <laughs> for real though, thank you Instagram for taking that popularity contest away. How are you going to do that experiment? How can I grow my following to 10,000 people? And then you can hypothesize all the ways. You can post in the morning, post at night, use a reel, use a selfie, post a naked picture with an inspirational quote that has nothing to do with your naked picture. And then collect all the data from those posts, what does best or gets the most likes or shares, and replicate those posts. Instagram's a great place to think like a scientist because it's really easy for people to take things personally and create meaning around not getting the amounts of likes or followers they want. Experiment. Collect data. Try again. Collect data. Try again. It's all just feedback. And hopefully that brings a little bit more fun and enjoyment or even joy to the process. So what if when you're pursuing your goals or dreams or aspirations, you could think of it like an experiment? How would that change the way you work? How would that change the way you view outcomes? How would that change your thought process and all the emotions that come along with pursuing a goal? So I invite you to add scientists to one of those little thought partners running around in your head. She could be super useful in balancing out all the other thought partners that aren't being so nice. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will have links in the show notes to the article and Adam Grant's book. I'll also have links with the opportunities to work with me in real time. Remember friends, to fail like a scientist is to embrace the experimental nature of life. Everything is an experiment. Every failure is a learning opportunity. Keep collecting those data points and cover some ground.